So in the second podcast, we're going to be going over strategies for the verbal section of the MCAT. All right, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is time. And as you know, timing is a big factor for the verbal section, probably going to be the hardest part. All right, so it's 40 questions and it's 60 minutes. So pretty much how you should divide it is one minute per question, two minutes to read. All right, so five questions, you have seven minutes. If there's a six question passage, you have eight minutes. And a seven question passage, it'll be nine minutes. Uh, but for me, since I'm a slower reader, I actually spend probably around three to four minutes to read it and a little bit less time for each question. So in week one through three, when you're studying for the exam, you probably shouldn't be timing. So you probably shouldn't be timing your questions simply because you want to make sure that you're getting these questions right. You want to work on accuracy before you work on time. Right? Even though timing is probably going to be your biggest issue, accuracy is something that you can't forget about. Right? If you're missing tons of questions because you're going fast, that's one thing. But if you're missing tons of questions simply because you don't understand them, well, you need to understand that in the very, very beginning. Because timing, you can always get better through practice, but accuracy is something you have to start from the very beginning. Week 3 through 12 is probably when you want to start timing, right? And you want to do, go through that strict timing of how we just discussed before. And so when you're actually studying for the test, when you're studying for it day by day, you probably don't need to actually take one whole test, one whole verbal test, which is seven passages. You probably don't need to take those in one block of time. For me personally, I feel like spreading them out and doing little by little, so one to two passages per day, is going to be a lot more effective than once per week you're going to do seven passages, the entire test, right? Because it's really about practicing and keeping up with it. All the strategies that you have learned, if you only take it once per week, you're not going to learn that much, right? You're going to forget all the strategies, you're going to forget, and you won't be able to try different things. So especially with the verbal section, not so much the science, it's a lot of strategies. So it's a lot of trying things that may work one day, may not work the other day. And so just trying to figure out what works best for you, right? And so one of those things is highlighting. Should you use highlighting? And for me personally, I always highlighted um, when I practiced. Uh, but in reality, on the real exam, there was no way that I could highlight. I mean, for me, I, I couldn't really use that highlighting system very quickly and effectively. It slowed me down too much. And so highlighting, even though I practiced it when I was taking because it was through a book, on the actual exam, I didn't ever use highlighting. So try it out and make sure you study on the actual computer when you're taking these practice exams so you can know if highlighting works for you. And the next thing is a lot of strategists say that you should skip a whole section and, and that will guarantee you to have more time for the other six passages so that your accuracy will go up. In my opinion, I think that that's probably one of the worst strategies to do because if you think about it, you're missing six or seven questions. And their logic is, well, if you miss six or seven questions, you can get a 10, right? But if your goal is to just shoot for a 10, right, that means you have to get all those other questions right in order to get a 10. So chances are you're probably going to get a 9 or 8 or 7. And it's fine. If you're shooting for a 9, 8 or 7 and you skip one passage, that will work very effectively. But chances are you probably don't want a 9, 8 or 7. Right? So if you want a higher score, like a 10, 11, 12, you're not going to want to skip a passage at all. It's going to kill your, kill your score because you're just going to be guessing on all of the questions. And the last thing that I want to talk about is that marking your questions and skipping wisely. One thing that you have to do that you really should focus on is knowing when to just skip a question. And it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do, especially like coming from college exams. It's very hard to just completely skip a question, right? But in this situation, it's very effective to skip a question. If you're reading a question more than twice, and that includes the answers, and these are generally from the really long verbal questions. 
if you're reading them over and over again, you want to skip it. You want to skip them and just move on, uh, because it's it's gonna be it's gonna hurt your score a lot. And chances are you're not gonna know what one minute is per question. But if you read it twice and you have to, and you still don't understand it you, and you have to read it again, just skip it. Just skip it and move on. That being said, if you skip a question, so you're gonna use that mark function because there's a mark function on the exam. And a lot of people say, well, go through all the tests, make sure you've answered everything and then go back to the mark questions and answer them. That will work very effectively with the science passages. That would be probably the worst thing you could do on the verbal section because you will not remember anything after you have finished the exam and then you're trying to go back and, and fix these mark questions. And it's gonna take you much longer. So what I would suggest is mark the questions that when you get to the end of the passage and you have a mark question, go back to them, read it once, if it makes sense this time, because chances are when you read the other questions, a lot will, will come to you, a lot will make more sense. If it makes sense now, you read it through it once and read through the answer choices and you understand it, mark something. If you can't, just mark something and move on. Just mark any choice, A, B, C, or D, whatever it may be, just mark anything and move on. And you know, it's, it's tough, but it will save you a lot in the end. And another strategy that I wanna to touch on is mapping the passage. And so what do I mean by that is that summarizing the passage, okay? So a lot of people say you should summarize each paragraph initially. I think that that's definitely not gonna help you. What I did is actually not physically write a sentence, maybe in the first couple of weeks when you're studying, write the sentence out, but just overall when you're actually taking the test, while you're reading and at the especially at the end just say what is the main idea of the passage and i guarantee you you'll get many questions right just by the main idea of the passage and the last thing that i kind of just want to touch on is that probably the hardest part is just keeping calm keeping calm during the verbal section in that you know when you're reading something and nothing makes sense nothing is staying in you start to get you start to lose focus if that happens just go back and read it if you aren't too far in at least Right, because the last thing you want to do is get super nervous and then just not understand anything while you're reading and just start answering the questions. So really, just stay focused, stay calm, and just try your best for the, each of the sections. And once you finish each of the passages, that's it. You don't even think about that passage anymore. You just move on.